Remy and Casey on 92.3 W.I.L. Oh, what up, Snooze Day? Tuesday Snooze Day. Yeah. Get out of here. I'm liking it. With your 13 degrees. Super cold outside. <laughs> Casey came in and she was like, so do they cancel school just because it's cold and the ice still hasn't gone away? It's been a minute since I've been in school, but when I got <laughs> outside this morning, I was like, I'd be mad if I still had to go yeah. to high school today. Yeah, there's a bunch of ice still on my street. So side streets still going to be covered. There's going to be ice all over the place. So if you're out walking, driving, whatever, just be careful. Uh, Parmalee on the show today. Yes. Very excited about that. They're going to join us at Ballpark Village on Friday night for Hot Country Nights. And uh, we wanted to talk to them. Had some burning questions for uh, for the guys of Parmesan, you know. Parmesan. <laughs> How do you think they're going to react if we call that if we call them that on Friday? Uh, you know, I I think I might bring it up. I'm going to bring it up when we talk to them in the interview. Yeah. See if they ever get the. I bet they do. But what if we just went into it? It's Remy and Casey, and we're here with Parmesan at Hot Country Nights. How excited are you guys? <laughs> they might hate us after that and never yeah, come back. So right. uh, We do have the hot song of the day today at 710. So we will give you that song, and then you're going to be listening this afternoon for, for that song, and then you could potentially win $200. So we're giving out $200 every day from now until... Valentine's Day, which is pretty cool. We've also got Parmalee tickets in the big three. We'll spin the wheel of games at 8 o'clock. And good morning. Stay warm. Cuddle up with a nice cup of coffee or some hot chocolate or something. Because yeah, it's nasty. Thanks there. for hanging. It's 92.3 W.I.L. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 W.I.L. Luke Bryan took his wife hunting and she had what I would call a Casey reaction. Oh, no. Well, not that bad. I would say she handled things pretty well. But Luke Bryan's wife, Caroline, is experiencing her first round of hunter's guilt after going with Luke and their son, on a duck hunting trip. And afterwards, you can tell, like, the, they post a little selfie-style video afterwards. They're riding in a Kubota when it's all said and done. And she says, so I killed my first duck today. And Luke and their son, they're fist-pumping, they're clapping. Yeah, yeah mom. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and she's like, and I'm not sure how I feel. I actually, I feel bad. And all of this comes after she posted a selfie from inside the brush and the grass, like, as they were hunting. And she captioned it, Luke fooled me. I laid still for three hours and all I did was listen to these men fart. <laughs> and that's, that's all I can imagine when it comes uh, to hunting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you better out than in, as they say. Ew. I don't know. And I don't know why this woman keeps trying. Because remember, I would think it was like a couple years ago, she and Luke Bryan went hunting together yeah. and they like submerged their ATV. Like they drowned their own side by side or something. Yeah, that's what you do when you're millionaires. You just try. Why not? <laughs> Let's see if it'll float. That's a good point. <laughs> Let's see if we can make it through this four foot uh this four foot pond. That's a good point. I don't know. Seems like she might need to try a new hobby. But if, I have a question. What okay. if what if your fiance he wouldn't was a hunter? Would you be okay with that? I don't know. I coming from Waterloo, I've had this thought yeah. a lot in my lifetime of like, oh, I could very well end up with somebody who just like they do that and that's what they do. Uh-huh. And then I would probably have to come to Carrie Underwood terms. How she's like not cool with it, but Mike Fisher does it anyway, and that's like the one thing that they compromise on, or I guess the one huge thing that they have to compromise sure. on. Sure. And I always thought it would probably have to end up like that. 
But now that I've got a guy that doesn't hunt and appreciates my extreme sensitivity towards the animals, I don't think I would go for it. It's interesting to me that she's still that way because Luke Bryan is, he's an avid hunter. He's an avid fisherman. He's, uh, he's an outdoorsman, you know, right. and this is the first or second time that she's done this. And now she feels guilty. Listen. Knowing all the things, the population control that feeds your family. But this was the first one that she, she'd she ever gotten herself. Yeah. That was the difference. Okay. So, and I mean, trust me, <laughs> if that ever happened, I, I don't think you'd ever see me again. <laughs> I think I'd have to get out of here forever. Crying with duck feathers. <laughs> yes, dug herself a hole, lives there now. Anyway, you can see more on our Facebook page. Follow us on the socials at 923WIL. Remy and Casey. Casey, when you were a kid, did your parents bring souvenirs home from the place that they were visiting ever? You know, the only story about that I can remember is that my dad was a huge NASCAR guy. Talladega, Daytona. Yep. Guy was there. And he would always come back with a NASCAR little t-shirt for little Casey. <laughs> and I would always look at that and be like... That's for boys. <laughs> and they, after I think about two or three times of him doing that, my parents decided, you know what? You're not getting souvenirs anymore. Yeah. So now it's like, even when they go on vacations now or when I go travel now, there's no such thing as getting souvenirs in our family because we know that it's probably something that's just going to collect us. Yeah, and I'm kind of in that same boat. And honestly, those NASCAR shirts are probably... Uh, they're probably they're, way cooler now. They're back in style. Right. So. <laughs> I don't know if they'll still fit you, but uh, if they exist, you could probably still wear that and get away with it. But yeah, we were. my wife and I were just in Washington, D.C. Last, uh, last week. And there's always this moment on the trip where we're like... We need to get something for the kids. And I'm like, why? <laughs> I just, I don't, I, it, my parents never really went on trips. They never really brought anything back. I don't know. We do travel, like Lauren and I do travel more. Like we're in Turks and Caicos last right, year, a couple years ago, Bahamas, Jamaica, whatever. Yeah. With sandals, bring something back maybe. But it's like, they already have 5 million stuffed animals. They already have these things. And you know what? They're going to see whatever like whale stuffed animal you bring back or whatever t-shirt you bring back. And they're going to be like, wow, sick. And then the next day they're going to yeah. forget. Yeah. So we did bring them something back from Washington, D.C. We ended up going to the Natural History Museum, which is an awesome museum. Like the Hope Diamond is there. Uh, there's a whole bunch of great exhibits. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to bring them home some rocks. I brought them home some rocks. Some I brought rocks. them home some fool's gold. Hang on. You know, the pyrite, the really shiny, looks like gold, but it isn't. Pause. Pause. Okay, pausing. How much did you pay for Washington, D.C. rocks? Uh, I believe each rock was like five bucks. Okay. I was so going to say, I'm bad. sure they're cool rocks. It's I'm just bad. asking. Okay. Uh, but I also bought something called popcorn rocks. I don't know if you ever did this as a, a science experiment when you were a kid, but there's these certain rocks where if you soak them in vinegar for one to three weeks, they create these white crystals on them. It's really cool. Oh, cute. I figured that's like a cool thing that doesn't just, you know, oh, sweet dead things. And then they just, you know, An discard activity it. perhaps. An activity. And then we also got a miniature snow globes. And how were the kids feeling about those things? I mean, they're they're cool with it. They're it's like, fine. yeah, that's a rock, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> you just spent five bucks on a rock. I just want to know what that what's that souvenir that, that we can get that's like small, but says they went to like your parents went to a place, they brought you something back, but it's not it's not over overload. You know, is it like a I don't know, like a regional snack. But like also, before we, I know we're about to end this, but also I got to <laughs> ask, what's the point of souvenirs? Because in my head, I'm always like, uh, 
I was there, not you. Yeah, right. Like, why do you need something? Exactly. No, I think that's a good point. That's a good point. That's that's me on every single trip. I'm like, I mean, they didn't come here. Right. They probably appreciate it a little bit more. But what's that good gift for your kids when you travel? Is it one of those spoons? No. Is it a, God, a don't postcard? Bring me a spoon. A magnet? Let us know. 314-954-9230. Lace them up. It's time for sports with Remy and Casey. Fitting that uh, Brett Hull is on the open to our sports section. I know. The Golden Jet, one of the greatest hockey players of all time, has passed. Hockey Hall of Famer Bobby Hull, a 12-time All-Star and two-time Hart Trophy winner, has died at the age of 84. Uh, Brett did release a statement yesterday via the Blues saying throughout his 84 years, he gave my family and everyone he met a tremendous amount of memories. Those of us who were lucky enough to spend time with him will cherish those forever. Obviously, our condolences go to the Hulls and all those who were close to Bobby. That's a, a legend right there. It's tough to lose for sure. The Cardinals officially announced Chip Carey as the new play-by-play announcer on Valley Sports Midwest. We kind of talked about this last week before I left. Right. Uh, And it was unofficial then, but it is official now. Chip Carey has left his similar role with the Atlanta Braves to come home. Chip was born and raised here in St. Louis. Just got to say, welcome aboard. I'm very excited about this. I think that's a like perfect choice. Yeah, I mean it runs through his veins. Baseball runs through his veins. And obviously, St. Louis loves that kind of yeah. stuff. Like if it runs in your family history, St. Louis is like, oh yeah, first in line for sure. Yeah, Whatever. yeah, yeah. His grandpa, obviously Harry Carey, kind of a big deal in announcing when it comes to baseball. So very cool that Chip will be coming home. Uh, excited to have him on board. And finally, the Battle Hawks have been posting photos and videos on their social media as we get ready for the XFL season here in St. Louis, which, by the way, I believe doesn't begin for us until, like, March something. Like, yeah. middle of March is the first home game for us, so unfortunately, it'll be a while. But uh, there's video of The Rock and the Battle Hawks floating around right now. I saw that. I didn't know where they were. And I was like, are they in St. Louis? And apparently, they are not. Mm-hmm. So they got, uh, the XFL got all players from all teams together. And I still don't know exactly where this is, but it's not in St. Louis. I'm trying to figure out where they're practicing. Like, are there practice facilities in St. Louis or does the XFL have like a, a headquarters? That's a good question too. I'm sure that somebody could call us and tell us that, but I did research. it looks like they're practicing on like a college or a football field. Yeah, yeah. And I think, I think it is somewhere in town, but uh, any research I have tried to do. I could not find the exact location of where that's at, but yeah, training camp is happening. The Rock just made an appearance with the team, uh, and February 19th is the start of the season, so. Nice. I think it's kind of better that it's they're not coming until later on, because I mean, you know, let the weather get a little warmer, let us hit <laughs> tailgate season, and yeah. then show up. <laughs> that's actually a good point. I, I was like, oh, we're in the dome, so weather doesn't really matter, but, but if you, you want to tailgate... That yeah. people are crowding the outside of that place. Yeah. So let's go. Kaka. Blues lost to the Jets last night, four to two. They've got a break until Saturday. Back at home against the Coyotes, puck drop at seven a uh, seven a.m. seven p.m. and fourteen days till pitchers and catchers report to Cardinals spring training. Find more on the Facebook page ninety two three WIL. Trending now. It's keeping up with Casey on ninety two three WIL. Katy Perry has had a huge career so far, but she says there is one thing that she regrets. 
She was with a small crowd recently when she told everyone that one of her biggest mistakes was not partnering with Billie Eilish on Billie's debut single, Ocean Eyes. Do you recognize that? I don't. It's because he's old. I don't think it's because I'm old. I think it's. I think there's probably a lot of people out there that have never heard it. Everything is with age with Casey. I don't know if you've noticed that yet. Billie but. Eilish is like one of the biggest pop stars in the world right now. She's essentially towering over Katy Perry. And Katy said that she had the opportunity to work with her on that. And um, it was one of the biggest mistakes of her life that she didn't. Ocean eyes and it was just a blonde girl. And I was like, man, boring. <laughs> Big mistake. <laughs> Huge mistake. And it made me wonder if there are other artists out there who have turned down big songs that could have really changed the trajectory of their career. Like Britney Spears, perhaps. We already know that she's got a massive career. No one can take that away from her with any song, but she turned down Rihanna's Umbrella. Oh. And she also turned down My milkshake brings all the boys to the yeah. and they're like, it's better than yours. Imagine if that was a Britney hit. You go to her Instagram now, I could totally see her dancing wildly and spinning to that song. Totally. <laughs> Are you kidding also, Janet Jackson turned down How Will I Know by Whitney Houston. Speaking of Britney, TLC turned down Hit Me Baby One More Time. Wow. Are you kidding? That turned into Britney's biggest first hit. This is the weirdest thing about the music industry to me is that there are writers that do most of the work when it comes to creating these songs. And then they just like pitch them to artists. And the artist with the good voice is like, mm, I'll sing that. This happens in country music all the time. Right. Or they're like, mm, not my speed right now. And then it just goes on to the yeah. next person. Yeah. Meatloaf turned down Total Eclipse of the Heart. That surprised me. Celine Dion turned down the song that became the Pearl Harbor soundtrack, and our girl Faith Hill took it. Everywhere I am, there you'll be. Which is totally a Celine Dion song now that like I think about it. Yeah. Even Michael Jackson turned down Rocky Body, and it went on to Justin Timberlake instead. I feel like this, this in, in country music, this happens so much. We've asked this to several artists before. Who are known writers first and then, you know, become their own? Like Cole Swindell is one of them that comes up a lot. Or Hardy, uh, any of those songwriters first that, that pitch those songs that you just don't know. Maybe, like you said, they're not the speed at the time, but then they just explode I guess you still get some residuals off of that, but... Yeah, and I think part of it can be your decision, and a lot of it can be a label's decision, too, like the way that Leanne Rimes and Trisha Yearwood both recorded How Do I Live, yeah. and then they had to decide, okay, whose version are we putting out? Same with Dustin Lynch in that song, um, I Was Just Thinking About You. Originally, that song was with him and Lauren Elena, and they had to decide like which one they wanted to release. Imagine just the like blow if it wasn't you. No. It's got to be so hard to be in the music industry. Uh, these millionaires. Maybe we can ask Luke Bryan about it when we see him in St. Louis when he comes later this year. All the details for that show, by the way, are at 923wil.com. Real news is lame. This is unprofessional news on 923wil. If you haven't made Valentine's Day reservations yet, here's your reminder. We're just two weeks away from Valentine's Day. Also, if you're planning on ordering anything online for your sweet thing, you should probably do that now too. 
Unless you got that prime. Right. <laughs> uh, any guesses on what Valentine's Day will cost this year, Casey? Oh, yes. This this comes around every year. It the does. Stat. The stat. Uh, last year was $175 for reference. And this could be for dinner, for gifts, for anything. It's just what Valentine's Day will cost. Yes, what it will cost you. Okay, well, since everybody's talking about inflation, um, I'm going to say... Two oh five. You're close. One ninety two eighty mm. is what it's going to cost you this year. Jeez. Most, most people are planning to spend the same on significant others and family members as last year, roughly about one hundred and thirty dollars or two thirds of the one hundred and ninety three. The increase this year is the non Valentine Day cal- the non Valentine category gifts for pets, for friends, yeah. for coworkers, classmates, teachers. I, did I give you a Valentine's Day gift last year? If you did, that would have been weird. I feel like I got you oranges or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, see, I don't remember, but I don't think it could have been for Valentine's Day. No? That's a little Christmas, weird. I feel like Valentine's Day or uh, Christmas, I've I've given you little uh, orange, the little cuties. Cuties, yeah. Because yeah, you like just rampage on those in here. Yeah. <laughs> Five at a time. Uh, yeah, pe- unless it's like getting stuff for your kids' classmates or I'll give you this, go get a Valentine's Day gift for your dog. I don't care. But it's when it's for like the coworkers yeah. and the friends that I'm like, why are we spending money right now? Maybe it's a coworker that you, uh, you know, have some feelings for. Yeah, girl, then shoot your <laughs> shot. Uh, Janice in HR coming for you. No. Uh, people ages 35 to 44 plan to spend the most at $336. I do not plan to spend that much. Uh, no. They're followed by people 25 to 34 who plan to spend $238. That's your category, Casey. Still no. $238. You guys going to dinner or anything? We, no. So he's actually going on a business trip that week. So we decided that we're going to do super small gifts and mm-hmm. have like, um, we're going to make dinner in. Okay. And when I say small gifts, I like, I already have it and it's like maybe 50. I don't know. I feel like you're the type of person that is totally cool and actually wanting to be alone on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Like we really don't <laughs> got to go out for dinner on a Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was just thinking. Like Valentine's Day is on a Tuesday this year. Again, another holiday that just needs to move to the weekend. Yeah. Like just put it on the second weekend of second Saturday of February every year. And it'll be kind of close to the 14th. But isn't that like Super Bowl? Uh, okay, the third. You know, we'll just we'll just push it off. I know that I know that my family will probably just be getting a heart shaped pizza from Papa Murphy's. Hey, can't blame you for that. <laughs> that works. It's in the shape of a heart. I love you guys. Remy and Casey. Oh, Casey, the phone is ringing. You want to answer that? Hi, ninety-two-three WIL. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Matt from Palmer Lee. Hi, it's good to talk to you. Yeah, what's happening? We're so excited to see you this Friday at Ballpark Village. I know, right? I mean, it's been a minute since we've been back. That place is so awesome. I cannot wait. Uh, it's like one of the first shows of the, uh, the Take My Name Tour 2023. We're starting the year off strong with you guys. Okay, so last time that we saw you in St. Louis, you guys surprised us with a few things on your set list. Like, I'm pretty sure we got a little Lizzo cover slipped in there. Is there anything <laughs> fun or surprising we can expect to see this time around? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, we're, we're doing some more mashups and things that you would never guess coming from... Uh, uh, or if you know it, you might guess we would do it. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, we just try to keep something fun in the show. 
uh, you know, just keep people, you know, familiar with, with us and, and what's going on and, and like to surprise everybody as much as we possibly can. Keep the energy up, you know. <laughs> what can fans expect from Parmalee this year? Because I know you guys just released your latest album last year. So what does that mean for 2023? Well, we're currently uh, recording some new songs for the new thing. So that's, that's going to be um, a lot of what's going on this year, but we're going to be throwing some new songs in the set, trying some new things out. Um, we're working on the brand new set this week and, and just going to be trying to have as much fun as we can on stage to bring as much energy and, and uh, you know, playing obviously all the hits we have and throwing in some, some fun covers for everybody that, that they'll know and, and never expect that kind of stuff. But it's really just about having a good time with us. And, and like I said, we like to bring energy to the stage. So from the time we hit it to the time we get off, it's, it's going to be nonstop. Well, we can't wait to see you February 3rd, Ballpark Village for Hot Country Nights. Thank you so much for hanging out. Let's go. I can't wait. Thank y'all. Remy and Casey. Let's get into it. Today, we are playing the big three. Let's go ahead and spin this wheel so we see what kind of game Remy is playing. Hit it. Yes. No. It's terrible for you. (laughs) We're playing Who Sang It? Backwards. Oh, great. I'll play you one of the songs from a certain year. It'll be like one of the biggest songs of that year. Yeah. You'll guess what the song is or who sang it. You can tell me either or since you're pretty bad at this stuff. Oh, no. The catch is obviously the song's going to be played backwards. We won't keep track of how many are right and wrong. But Nicole from Herculaneum, who's on the phone, is listening from home. And at the end of it, she will guess how many you got correct. If she's right there with you. She's going to Parmalee this weekend. Nicole, here's a hint. Zero. (laughs) You don't know that. You don't know that. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. First up, who sang this backward? Can this be... Can this be any genre? Any genre. This is not country. Did you speed that up? I've not sped it up. Uh, can you just play me a little tiny bit of it again? This is one of the biggest hits of 1984. I'm going to say Faith. Faith Mill? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) All right. Oh, and this next one, one of the biggest hits of the year, 2000. It sounds like if I go crazy, then will you still call me stupid? It's, it's uh, that's definitely three doors down. Okay, that's your answer. <laughs> yeah, three doors have down. Faith Hill and three doors down. Everybody knows this. Finally, this was one of the biggest songs of the year, 2010. Clarkson. Okay, we've got Nicole from Herculaneum. Nicole, he said, Faith Hill, Three Doors Down, and <laughs> Kelly Clarkson. Um, <laughs> how many do you think are correct? Um, let's go with one. What do you do? Remy. 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 That's a 
one, well, I'll say, I'll say this. He got two correct. Really? You got two correct. We'll go through them. But Nicole, you are going to Parmalee this hey. weekend. Congratulations. Yes. Okay, so Which you want to know? Yeah, I want to know. I want to know. And foremost, you got this one super wrong. Okay. Wake me up said Faith Hill. Yep. I was close. <laughs> you were close. The next one you got right. And of course, the last one. What doesn't kill you makes you job. You killed this one today. I know. I know. I mean, I tried to make it a little easy, but you definitely came through. It makes me sad that Three Doors Down was like the Actually, biggest song of the years year ago. of that year. Oh, man. What were we thinking back then? Casey covers country on 92.3 WIL. Morgan Wallen made a big announcement yesterday. He posted a video of himself, and it looked like some friends, burning wood in the shape of a date. Three, three, 23. It's only fitting that on March 3rd, he'll be re- releasing his third studio album called One Thing at a Time. And we know that Morgan Wallen doesn't do anything anymore unless he does it big. So this album has 36 songs on it. That's crazy. He might as well just say like, it's got 30 bajillion tracks on it. And that's it. Because 36 is insane. Of course, it's following the Dangerous double album, which dropped early 2021, broke almost every record known to music because fans absolutely blew it up and destroyed every chart with it. Like like Taylor Swift fans can definitely revel this new generation of like Morgan Wallen fans. Yeah. How, uh... How is there anything left to sing about after 36 songs? After the year that he had, though, I feel like, so he released the Dangerous Double album. Yeah. And then that's when everything started going wrong. That's when the SNL thing, that's when the, oh, he's an Alabama kissing every girl up in hashtag Roll Tide. Uh He's having babies. He's, you know, getting into trouble left and right. Yeah. I feel like he had a, a long time to maybe write it all out. I guess. I feel like at some point you're just going to have to start looking around the room and, and taking prompts like uh, I'm looking around here. Uh, remote control. Uh, lotion. But also, <laughs> this pre- I think another reason why it's so easy to have so many songs on one album is because he says it brings together musical influences that have shaped him as an artist, blah, 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 including genres like country, alt rock, and hip hop. So it includes features like Hardy and Ernest, his best friends, of course, as well as Eric Church and some interludes from like Young Thug and artists that you wouldn't normally expect to see on a country album. 36 songs on this album, he says, because they just kept exploring with new lyrics, music, production, and other artists. And these are all the ones that felt right to us. Um, The album cover art is him on his late grandma's porch. And he says that this album just really represents the last few years of his life, all the highs and all the lows. I do appreciate the new class of artists that are coming up that don't necessarily stick to that whole 12 to 15 track yeah, you know, just album you list. Just kind of do what you want. Hardy is uh, very earnest the same way. They're just kind of doing as they feel. And I feel like that's a, it's going to be good for us 
the consumer on the other end and the listener and the lover of country music. So uh, I'm I'm looking forward to there's 36 a, tracks. There's a real anomaly within that trifecta of Morgan, Hardy, and Ernest because they're all best friends and because they've all been writing music in Nashville for a decent amount of time before any of them started to blow up. But not just that, but even though now that Morgan has just skyrocketed, the fact that he's held hands with those two and brought him along. Oh, I'm going on tour. These guys are still my openers. Oh, second year on tour. Guess what? They're still my openers yeah. and they're still writing all the songs on my album and I'm writing the songs on their albums. Like I think the way that they're really holding hands through all of this is going to make some real magic for them in the future. It's like Florida Georgia Line did for so long. Well, mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> they had the treehouse and they all went, they all went up in the treehouse and wait, they wrote wait, songs. Wait, wait. <laughs> but they were a part of a group. Well, I guess they could be kind of part of Until a group. Until one of them cut loose this past year. <laughs> he, he disconnected hands. That's right. You never know when it's going to happen, when someone's <laughs> going to let go and just free fall. Yeah. Morgan says he's striving to tell it how it is with this album. And there's actually a song that features his sister, Ashlyn, on backup vocals. So 36 songs, that's a lot. We'll see um, how it goes when it comes out on March 3rd. We'll definitely be talking about it then and probably playing some more songs. And Remy will be talking about which artists he wants to hold hands with. I will not be holding hands with any artists. I'm a, I'm a solo it's act. Brett Eldridge, though. <laughs> Remy and Casey. Remy's Super Bowl party is back and is returning. Every year, I like to get the friends together, come on over to the Super Bowl party at my house. We all bring a dish to pass. It's weird because I've never gotten an invite. That's true. A dish to pass. We're really back on this. You're, <laughs> yeah, you're invited this year. You won't come, but you're invited. You're right. Yeah. So that's why you don't get invited is because I know you won't come. I only come to places where I can bring a side to share, not a dish to pass. Uh, you don't want a dish to pass. No. It does sound weird when you say it like that. Exactly. But this year I was thinking, okay, we're, we're used to the same old things every year. The chili, the buffalo cheese dip. All, it's all very delicious, right? We love it. But I was thinking this year, maybe if I theme it to nothing but TikTok recipes like cheesy Hawaiian pepperoni rolls, buffalo chicken taquitos, Super Bowl piggies in a blanket. Yeah, but you could like get any recipe and then be like, oh yeah, I got it from TikTok. Well, sure. But I'm talking about like I don't know. Have you seen the pan recipe where they put the giant block of Velveeta cheese in the middle and then it just like yeah. oozes and you put it in the oven and it makes a cool little dip? You'll eat anything with Velveeta. Uh, yeah. I've got some better themes for you. I'm a little nervous about this. Because I like the idea of, of, of saying a theme, but you got to make sure that like the people coming over are also down. Because a lot of people sometimes at events like this are like, you just want to bring a salad? Yeah. Yeah. See, I would I would figure this would be you. That's why I was coming to you to see if a theme is lame. Perfect. I've got some good themes. Okay, I'm ready. One, charcut theme. I need a chicken wing charcuterie board, a meatball charcut, chips and dip charcut, veggie dip charcut, a dessert charcut. That's a lot of wood. Everyone, bro <laughs> it's your house. Okay, we don't like that. How about a fast food potluck? One person brings all the Subway Sammies all cut up. The next person's got B-dubs. The next person's got Big Mac bites. The next person brings all the dilly bars. I love that, actually. I know. Or if you're really not into all that, let's make it super simple and cheap. 
Nostalgia Avenue. We've got Cosmic Brownies, Toaster Strudels, Dunkaroos, Lunchables. Wow. The kids will love it. Maybe that's just the kids' table. <laughs> yeah, that, I would say that's the kids' table. Yeah. Man, I'm really liking that fast food idea. It's so easy because you know it's going to be cheap. It's going to be quick to do. Yeah. You just get a whole bunch of fast food from a place, cut it up, or like just, you know, stretch it out yeah. so that it fits amongst like 20 people. <laughs> and you're set. I can I make it fancy by, like you said, like cutting up the, the cheeseburgers into fours and Tell putting a toothpick in it. Tell me you wouldn't want a Big Mac bite on a little <laughs> toothpick. You know it's good. Yeah. You know it's delicious. Like you said, you can get Buffalo Wild Wings, all the things. If you maybe do themes or something creative for your Super Bowl, Super Bowl parties, I think Remy's up for suggestions. Yeah, that would be awesome. 314-954-9230. Or you can always hit us up on the uh, on the Facebook page. Let us know there. Are themes lame? Do you just want to bring your chili and call it a day and watch the game? Or do you want to make it fun? Let's make it fun. Nobody likes real news. This is the unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. Traffic in St. Louis isn't too bad when you compare it to places like L.A. or Chicago. Having lived in Chicago, I can tell you that it is a fact. Yeah. <laughs> there are sure. a lot of times where like you leave a place and just leaving 10 minutes later than what you would normally leave, it would set you back a half an hour to 45 minutes. Crazy. Because there's just so many people on the road. And apparently, the more you sit in traffic, the dumber you become. That's what researchers have found. You know, I can believe it. But it's not from what you might think. Like, you think just sitting there, wasting time. I think it's like the, the, there's no brain simulation. You're just looking at nothing, doing nothing. It's actually the exhaust from cars and diesel fumes and things like that Ugh. that are being ingested into your body and then going to your brain. MRI results showed lower functional connectivity in people's brains who sat in traffic two or more hours in a day. Wow, that's interesting. People do that. There's a lot of, especially in you very know, common. major cities, you'll sit in, and it's funny because Nashville isn't a huge city by comparison to the New York or There's LA like or Chicago. There's a lot of traffic There's though. so much traffic in some of these places because they grew too fast. Doctors used to think that air pollution didn't affect our brains very much, at least not right away. But authors of this study say it clearly does, and it happens quickly. Two hours of sitting in traffic could have a noticeable effect on brain power short term. Oh. So that means, you, you know, you should be able to just work exclusively from home now. And if your boss tries <laughs> to tell you otherwise, say, actually, I have scientific proof as to why we all need to be working from yes, home. Yes, so. And I came up with a list of things that also make you dumber. Meetings. Of any kind. Oh, you just decided that? <laughs> yes, I'm just, my research says that standing in lines at the airport or rides at an amusement park make you dumber. Yeah, I agree with that too. The, ugh, those are the worst. Jet lag is another one that permanently makes you dumber. So if you're constantly flying from time zone to time zone, this is actually true. Like your brain has a hard time keeping up with all of that. Yeah. From sleep deprivation and things like that. Keeping everything in line, for sure. I think another thing that makes you dumber is riding the loop trolley. You just <laughs> love to hate on the loop trolley. I mean, you really, you, you've got to make the decision to ride this I thing, right? I think you're the dumb one if you're letting that loop trolley keep running. That's true. If you're giving it that money. That is so true. Hey, Remy and Casey.
Earlier this morning, we talked about what are good souvenirs to bring back for your kids from a work trip. And I said none. <laughs> Which I kind of agree with because I feel like a lot of the stuff you get at souvenir shops is kind of garbage. It's toys or it's bad t-shirts or it's something that's just going to collect dust in your house. Don't yeah. get the kids anything. But somebody on Facebook had a pretty good suggestion. Rebecca B says snacks that are popular in that individual place. They get to try something new. It's super exciting. And this is a nice treat, but something that uh, doesn't take up space forever, which is awesome. Actually, that's a really good idea. So like I always think of Nashville, they have Goo Goo Clusters, which are really only I've ever found there. It's just a, a piece of chocolate with like caramel and some stuff inside. Hmm. <laughs> it's a cluster of amazingness. Or if uh, like my wife just recently went to Disney World and brought back Gideon's, which is cookies, like half pound cookies. Oh, that's cool. I think that's an awesome See, souvenir. Yeah, that is a great souvenir because then you get to go try something from that city. You don't yeah. necessarily have to have like a teddy bear that says Chicago on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I wonder what we would send. I guess we couldn't really send anything from St. Louis because it would have to be like ice cream if it was going to be a snack like Ted Drew's or I don't know if you could travel with... Uh, Toasted wraps. I don't know. Just line your pockets with some plastic wrap right. or something. Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I feel like you could. Uh, what's the uh, Red Hot Ripplets? You could do that. That's easy. Okay. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Sure. There's always something from somewhere. So if you've got a suggestion, let us know on the Facebook page. What are the best souvenirs to bring back for your kids from a work trip? 92.3 WIL New Country for the STL. It is Remy and Casey on the way out. I do have good news, Casey. Okay. Uh, the temperature has increased by three degrees since we started on air. Wow. It's now 14 outside. Let's go. Hey. <laughs> you know what? We'll take what we can get. When I seriously woke up and looked and it said 11, mm -hmm. I almost called you and said, you know what? We could just, should we just play hooky? Yeah, we're just going to stay home and uh, be in our our bed for the remainder of the day. But yeah, it's uh, it's going to be cold. Only a high of 23 today. So very, and very cold. And I think cold. it's probably the same thing for tomorrow, right? I think yeah. it doesn't even start to warm up until like Thursday, Friday. And even then it's only like in the forties again. So. Hey, but we're looking at like 56 to 60 next week. That's what I'm saying. I can get with this mild winter. Yeah. Let's go to the zoo. You know? No. <laughs> but I can get with that mild winter. If you missed anything from the show today, you can always check out the Remy and Casey show podcast and we will see you tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye. Find Remy and Casey on Facebook at 92.3 W.I.L.